Hey, Dory, please tell our friends about the Airbnb Disney podcast. Yes, the Airbnb Disney podcast is on Facebook every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can give them a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Yes, listen to our friends Bill and Barry Biggins, please. You are listening to the Airbnb Disney podcast. Paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. Please contact Mr. Johnson in the control tower to confirm your life to the moon. Welcome, foolish mortals. If you're still coming in, it's great to see Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Airbnb Disney Podcast. This is episode 67. Am I right there, Bill? I believe so. Six, seven. Yes. Yep. My name is Barry, and as always, I'm here with my partner in crime, Bill. How you doing, Bill? I am fantastic. What about you, sir? I'm good. You're you're fantastic. You're a little pixelated today. Hmm. That's up? Uh, I'm not, I, I don't know. <laughs> I... Hopefully it doesn't stay that way throughout the entire broadcast. You're good now. You're perfect now. Everybody deserves to see. (laughs) If people are wondering who that lovely lady is below us, that is our friend Lauren. She is our friend from from Clubhouse. Uh, Thanks for joining us tonight, Lauren. How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you guys so much for having me. As Barry said, we all connected on Clubhouse. So super excited to join you guys tonight. Thank you for having me. It is our pleasure. Uh, if people don't know what Clubhouse is, and I know there's a few people who don't know what it is. Um, it's an if it's basically an invitation only app that was only out for Apple users at first, right? There. Well, this is our club here. It's called Disney Club BNB. We actually do a show every Thursday at 10 p.m. Well, not a show, but a, a room in there. Um, yeah, uh, at 10 p.m. every Thursday. So yeah. Please come up and join us if you're in there. If you want an invite and you're not shady, you know, send me, you know, Bill and I both have invites. So just ask us if you want oh, to come yeah, on. We've nothing but invites. I've sent out a couple to folks um, and uh, I would be happy to send out more. Yeah. So I have a bunch as well. So if anybody wants to join us, <laughs> yeah. it's exclusive. You don't want to just, just give those out to anybody <laughs> because when you give those out, it's like you're connected. It is. We're linked. We're bonded. Mm-hmm. Like, so if they get kicked out for being weirdos, then I think you're booted. I hope I not. How, I think that's how it is. But you that's get a tagline on their profile. It says that so-and-so allowed uh-huh. them in. So you got to yep. be careful. Yeah. Oh, if, got a couple. If, you, uh, if you throw those out to anyone, people like Barry and I end up joining. So <laughs> Now, Lauren, were you, were you – how long have you been on Clubhouse? I think I joined like mid-February, which seems like so long ago, but I think the app is relatively new. I don't think it's been out for more than a year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's grown to such a size that now it's on Android um, and it's, you know, more widespread now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, they let us, uh, uh, poor folk in the Android folk in March, I believe. And that's when Chris uh, invited us on. He said, "Yeah, I took a." Chris says, "Yeah, I took a risk sharing with you guys." Mm-hmm. Did, but it, mm-hmm. but it paid off. Did it not, Chris? Did it not pay off? Oh, sure. um, 
That's what we're going to say anyway. So, Lauren, our first, my first question to you is going to be, how did you become a Disney fanatic? Like, as, as when you were born? Like, is that when your parents, like, showed you the yes, way? How, what is it? came into the world, and that was it. Um, <laughs> yeah. You were but, born with Mickey ears? Yes, oh, I think so. I, that's that's what they gave out at the hospital, a pair of Mickey ears. <laughs> but I just always was going with my family. Um, we are Disney Vacation Club members, so I was fortunate and lucky enough to have those experiences staying at different resorts. For me, I really enjoy the parks. I love the attractions. I love the vibe in the parks, but I really, really love the resorts. I think that's what makes Disney stand out from other theme parks or, you know, even vacation destinations. And it's really just like the level of service. I feel it's that magic quote unquote. So for me, that's what I really always enjoyed. And um, I ended up doing a college program in spring of 2019. I was lucky enough to sport that amazing all-star sports jacket at their front desk. Um, So I worked front desk concierge there. So that's really how everything kind of came to be for me. And just making memories with my family and friends there. So that's that's really what it's all about. That's awesome. Now, um, you you talk about going to the parks, how much you love it. What is a perfect park day for you? You have one day down in Disney tomorrow, we'll say. What is your perfect day down there? Wow. Okay. So parks, parks-wise? Yes. Or how, whatever it might be. Maybe you want to stay at the resort. That's perfectly acceptable. If you're on Disney property, it all counts. Wow. Yes, that is very true. Uh, That's a really tough question. I'll say, hey, Mary, you got DVC in the house. Um, Probably would go to Animal Kingdom, Flight of Passage, Everest at night. I love Animal Kingdom at night. It's a whole other vibe, whole other energy. Um, I think the park doesn't often stay open when it's dark. So to be able to enjoy that in the evening and maybe do a pool, relaxing, resort time, some Trader Sam's time in the afternoon. Um, when it opens at three o'clock, I will be there. Um, so yeah, that's really what my my day would kind of look like. Chill and then park in the evening, which unfortunately the parks aren't open that late at the moment. But in my ideal day, they would be fantastic. Yeah, um, you're winning over Chris here because not only is he DVC and he loves the resorts, but um, uh, but he doesn't like. He's not a big Animal Kingdom guy. No, he's uh, not, not at all. He's not. <laughs> okay, yeah. never mind. You didn't win him over. Uh, it's a tough um, part. I feel like people have a love hate with it because it can be so hot and the foliage makes you feel like you're sweating <laughs> in the jungle. It's really yeah. intense. So I understand the love hate. But you kind of just have to like breeze through if you can have an open mind. Yeah. Breeze through. That sounds very there is no breeze going through that part. There's no, there uh-uh. is no breeze. You have to be the breeze. You have to like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Take take it one step at a time. Be the breeze, Barry. Be, be the, the breeze. breeze. <laughs> so you were, we saw a picture of you and you were at you were working at Polynesian, right? Yes. Now, let me ask you something. Were you did you start at Polynesian and you got demoted to All Stars? <laughs> did you start at All Stars <laughs> and, then, and then you got you moved up to Polynesian? Like, how did that work? Yeah, so there was no demotion involved. Okay, right. Um, so, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you are trained for a certain role, um, you yeah. have the ability to pick up shifts elsewhere. So my home resort was All Star Sports. I was so lucky and thankful actually that that was my home resort because I dealt with the toughest situations, the highest influx of guests at all-star sports. 
So when I went to the Polynesian, it was just such a breeze. The check-ins were very minimal. I mean, on a crazy day at All-Star Sports with cheerleaders and cheer moms, we would have upwards of a thousand check-ins. A busy day at the Polynesian would be like 200 and the shifts were a lot shorter. So I was able to pick up some shifts there and just very different clientele, obviously very different vibe. Um, But I also picked up at Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, the other all-stars, Port Orleans. So it's so interesting how every resort is different, but there was no demotion involved. <laughs> I, I was just kidding. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. They are my friend, Nadine, who we had on the show before was a college and, and she, it was the same thing. She worked not only at every resort, but at, like everywhere in the park. She was in like all, all four parks and the, and oh, the, wow. uh, yeah, she was, she was in all of them. So Chris has said that he has been a fan of Lauren for a while. Ah! So not just the <laughs> yes, DVC we're, stuff. We're all clubhouse mm-hmm. pals. And Chris, I will say, I just watched your, YouTube video of the uh, cheeseburger egg rolls, the Disney done differently of the cheeseburger egg rolls. I I don't know how you do it. I made them and they are delicious. So I think I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. Yeah. You need to check that out. <laughs> there he is. There he is having a cheeseburger egg roll. There he is. Um, folks. We're, we are chatting about Chris Ilardi, who's the host of Disney done differently. And he's the official Airbnb Disney food correspondent. And he also just became our hotel correspondent as well. So there you go. Um, so we were just chatting about all-stars. I like all-stars. I think they're wonderfully, wonderfully seemed, especially if you're bringing kids. I'll disagree a little bit on that. <laughs> okay. Just oh. from, just from all-star sports. So all-star sports needs a lot of love, right? So yeah. movies, uh, I believe music's renovation is done as well. Mm-hmm. When I worked there, it was spring 2019. And it was the resort's, I think it was the 20th birthday. It opened in 1999 or 25th. It was either 20th or 25th birthday. Either way, I would go into the room sometimes to deliver like floral arrangements or we would make magic for guests. And every time I walked in, I was like, please, God, this resort needs some love. It was always very clean. You can always count on a Disney resort being clean, but it just needed some renovation. So I'll disagree on the theming. The new renovated ones, a lot better, a lot better. Mm-hmm. But it's um, the the sports theme. It's larger than life, as they yeah. say. Um, it's really cute. It is. Um, but I think the, the rooms need a lot of love. Hopefully they get to sports soon. Sports is the hardest one, right? I mean, Disney is known for its music. Disney is known for its uh, mu- uh, uh, movies. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton of yeah. of that. I like I remember I stayed at sports once and there was like a uh, old school picture of Mickey on uh, holding a football and uh, running yeah. with it on the wall. But outside you got like uh, a football field and uh, that kind of thing. It wasn't really Disney themed. It was just yeah. Yeah. giant stuff themed. So I, I I agree with what you're saying with sports, but I think the other two do a pretty decent job. Um, more so than like pop century, which, you know, that's not always uh, incredibly Disney themed. It's themed well, but it's not necessarily themed um, Disney wise. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting that they started with sports. So sports was the first of the three all-stars. So when you drive through that complex, you hit sports, music, and movies. You would think that they would start with music and movies because it's a little bit more marketable 
you know, um, sports, like you said, there's no actual Disney sports teams out there. Um, but there's like two shorts, I think, that exist in the Disney vault that are centric to football or something. It's like a goofy themed short. But other than that, they just threw a giant football helmet and said, go for it at that point. My theory on that is Disney always had the little girl crowd with princesses and everything else, but they didn't have something that was like little boy, you know, like, and their theory at the time was if we make it sports, boys will want to come to it. That's my theory. I have no idea if that's true or not, but that's, I've never thought about that before. That's actually a really good point. And even just that big field where the, um, the big football is and the helmet, the amount of times I've seen kids, boys, girls, whomever, just having so much fun on that life size. I mean, it's not regulation size of a field, but it's, um, it's really cute. It, it is, but that's a good theory. I never thought about that. So you're going down there next week, right? I am. Yes. I'm super let's, excited. Let's hear about your plans for next week. Yes. So I will be going for the first time since I completed my college program. So that was um, August of 2019. So first time in two years, um, I'm going off of, you know, your guys' experiences, friends and families and reading things online and watching videos. So I'm trying to mentally prepare myself just for a being in Disney the first time and first time in two years and the first time ever. Um, but just all these new changes. So I'm just trying to take it slow, be the breeze. That's what I'm telling myself. Um, but I'm staying at Saratoga Springs. Um, really excited about that. Take advantage of all five of the pools and they have a lot going on there. And I'm excited to be close to Disney Springs as well. Now, Danny uh, says that all star sports are made for sports teams because all the cheerleaders and bands stay there. Um, yeah. Do they only stay there? So there's that would a make sense. partnership that Disney had with, I can't recall the name, but there's something like a cheer association that, yep. again, I'm speaking pre-COVID, this was 2019. There was a contract where if there was any type of cheer tournament happening at a uh, wide world of sports, they mm-hmm. were going to stay at sports. It was yeah. never music, never movies. That was the home base for this. It's like, I don't know, some national cheer association. So plenty of cheer moms. Um, I didn't really experience the band, um, members or anything like that, but we had a lot of international guests, um, Argentinian tour groups, Brazilian tour groups, um, all things of that nature. So it was really, really interesting to see all these different people coming over to sports. Steve also has a good point. He says when all-star sports was built, they earned the baseball team, the Anaheim angels and the hockey team, the mighty ducks, uh, the mighty ducks, they don't, they don't own any, any Stop yeah, they that sold anymore, that. Yeah, they? they sold that off now. Yeah. Now they're just the Anaheim Ducks. They lost the mighty. Mm-hmm. John says the new Saratoga rooms are great. Oh my goodness! I'm so excited. Yes, I've heard there's been a lot of refurbishment. So I think it's the whole resort. I don't think I have to request a special room. So John, Chris, I'm excited. Uh, me, Bill, and Chris were just there, and I, it was my first time there. We've never been there, so we don't know what it was before. Uh, but they were great. They were wonderful. They had the one pull down bed. Everything was great. Yes. Saratoga didn't have the pull down bed. The the Polynesian had the pull down bed. 
Um, well, Anishin has a little single person yeah. bed, but I think Saratoga has the no, big Sar- Murphy yeah, bed. Yeah, Saratoga has. Oh, the I'm Murphy sorry. Bed. I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I was <laughs> yeah, thinking that, about that extra bed, not the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Murphy mind. bed, but it's not like a. It's not for like a child. It's not a child size one. No, it's like no, a, it's it's like a real legit bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a queen size, actually. Or a it, it's big. It held my fat ass up. So. Good job, I've not years. slept in any of the Murphy pull-down beds, but I've mm-hmm. slept in the Polynesian sink. I, I I would not even call that a twin bed. Mm-hmm. I'm five foot four. It was not that great. <laughs> I mean, this yep. was like over five years ago, but I'm not a big fan of the Polynesian pull-down bed. A couple other resorts have that in their studios as well, but yeah, maybe I just had a bad experience. Yeah. So uh, last question of the interview is, is, so what is your favorite place to work in all of this? All the places that you've worked, all the hotels, what would you say was your absolute favorite? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a tie between Polynesian and all-star sports. And I know that seems, there seems like an obvious choice there. Like, why wouldn't it be Polynesian? Um, But there were a lot of times that I was just kind of standing around And I enjoyed that because the atmosphere was so amazing. Um, And if anybody is out there that is a big Polynesian fan like myself, just standing there and enjoying that atmosphere. Um, If anybody's familiar with um, the woman, Auntie, who used to be in the lobby and she would handcraft the lays. I remember speaking with her and just having those moments. I'm like, wow, I'm here on this college program And I don't even often say that because I feel like it gets a negative connotation, but to be fortunate enough to have that experience with an opening day cast member who she unfortunately passed a few years ago. um, Those were really some amazing moments, but I will say all-star sports was more fast paced. Um, I got to practice my Spanish speaking skills and my fellow cast were really amazing and my leaders and everybody. So it was really like a tight family there at all-star sports, but it's a tie between Polynesian and All-Star. So so I know Barry said that was the last question, uh, but I kind of have a follow-up to it. So it still counts. It's yes. the same question. <laughs> now, were, were like the kids that you would see at All-Star and the kids that you would see at Polynesian, was it a different experience? Like in my head, I'm thinking that like All-Star, you get a whole lot more like first time visitors to Walt Disney world and just the awe and all of that that you see that goes along with that is incredible. And the Polynesian, uh, not, it's not all DVC, um, but there's a DVC aspect to it Mm -hmm. and all of that. I I don't know why I make the assumption that those kids are there all the time, but in my head, it seems like there would be more repeat visitors going to the Polynesian time and time again. Did you notice oh, yeah. anything like that or, 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 and did that add to why all-star in your mind kind of gains points? Mm-hmm. I will say that working at all-star was more exhausting because I felt like I was on a spiel. I felt like an audio animatronic at times. Okay. Telling you about this park, this resort, here's how to get where. And that was very exhausting to answer your question about the kids, I don't think it was the kids as much as it was the adults, the difference in the adults. The kids at the Polynesian, I didn't even often see them. They were probably already at the pool down that awesome volcano slide. Um, All-Star Sports, 
a lot of times they were there with the parents because again, it was the first time I'm just being funny that they were off at the pool, but I think the difference in adults was quite stark. I would have people at all-star sports. They had no idea where they were. Where's Harry Potter? Why is there not a monorail here? Why is Mickey not in my room waiting to give me a hug? I had somebody who put in Magic Kingdom as the destination and she paid for parking at Ticket and Transportation Center <laughs> thinking that was the resort. I I could go, I could tell so many stories about that. But the difference was really in the adults. There were some DVC members that were just like, hey, what's my room number? I'm going to get going. Because there was more to do at that resort. Whereas All-Star Sports, they were trying to get as much information out of me as, as they could, which I was so happy to do. But it was definitely more exhausting um, emotionally draining experience working there because it was just so many questions. Um, always happy to answer, but Polynesian a lot more seasoned guests. As yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense, and I never really thought about it in that way. But yeah, it definitely makes a lot of sense. Awesome stuff, yeah. Lauren. Thank you so much, um, Bill. What do you say we uh-huh. move over to the news? And Lauren's going to join us for the news. Oh, it was a it was a real news week this week, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We started out. Yeah, we started out with Disneyland uh, announced their uh, replacement for the annual pass program, which is the, what they call the Magic Key. Um. Yeah. Here are the prices and the tiers. Uh, it, it starts at Dream Key is the highest, uh, which is almost fourteen hundred dollars, thirteen ninety nine. Then it's the Believe Key, which is nine forty nine, and Chant Key, which is six forty nine. And the Imagine Key, which is three ninety nine. Now, the California residents get to pay, you know, monthly on this. Um, I think, like the Dream Key, you can you get to reserve up to six at a time reservations, yes, it's, and it's, it's six yeah. days, and you don't really have any blockout days. No, there's no blockout days. But the, the thing is, you can only reserve six at a time. And then I think the Believe Key, um, maybe is also, also six. Yeah, yeah, but but there's blockout dates there. And then mm-hmm. oh, also is it the Dream Key? Takes care of your parking. It's free parking. Um, the one below that is only 50, 50% off block of parking. So these are just a little differences. You're getting like the enchantment key. You get a lot more blockout dates and no free parking. And like, I don't know. I forget. The imagine keys, like that's the lowest tier. And- yeah. You get to imagine you're in the park all the time. <laughs> when you only have a couple of days. Imagine the possibilities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine how much better it would have been if you had gotten the dream key. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, personally, I don't know about you guys. I thought it was going to be, I, I thought Disney right now they're raising prices on everything. I mm-hmm. thought that it was going to come out, and I thought that thirteen ninety nine really isn't that bad, considering um, what it you know it is Disneyland, and they, they they only have two parks compared to Walt Disney World's probably a lot more. But what are your thoughts about that? We'll start with Lauren. Uh, uh, do do you see that coming to Walt Disney World? The same type of thing. I anticipate a similar tiered situation. I think for Disneyland locals. Parking is really the big deal. I think that's going to be the um, big decision maker, people who are dreaming of having that complimentary parking. Um, but yeah, what Mary just said is a single person, if you're just paying for yourself, but 
I've never been to Disneyland, so I can't speak on the situation there. But to answer the question of whether or not something similar will come to Florida, I anticipate that. And Barry, like you said, we have four parks. They only have two. You know, I'm grimacing a little bit at the the thought of that. So we will see. Yeah, I think we're going to see those uh, get a whole lot more expensive um, over at Walt Disney World. I wouldn't be surprised if... Let's see. The top tier starts at like two thousand. I w- I don't want to say that. Don't speak it into existence, Barry. I, I won't. But it's gonna I, happen. I, I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> because you know they got two parks over there. You know that's and that's it. Here, there's it's a resort. You got four parks. You got two water parks. So all that then I think that's going to work for Disneyland. They have to they have to come up with something new for Walt Disney World because that that same type of thing. I don't know if it's going to work. Um. We shall see because uh, Walt Disney World also said that for those wondering about Walt Disney World annual passes, new pass sales would become available in time for the start of the 50th anniversary celebration. Walt Disney World will be sharing additional information and details later this month, so be sure to check back. Looking forward to uh, seeing what ends up happening there. I have until February uh, Mm -hmm. when my uh, AP expires to decide what I'll want to do there. So I'll have a little bit of time before I have to jump in and uh, make a decision. But uh, yeah, I, I have a hard time believing that I would uh, not, (laughs) not renew at this point. I think I'm, I'm kind of stuck. I, well, you know, the renew, I mean, the tiered thing actually before it was out of state. If you're out of state, you had to buy a platinum pass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, what else? You, Unless you, you were DVC, you could buy a gold yeah. pass, I believe, if you were out of state. Okay, and if so, now with these tiered passes, you know you can pick the days that you're. You know you're not going to be going these certain days, right? So that might be asset, but then again, it might be the same price, right? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, lower price knows? might be the same price as the platinum. So who knows? Yeah, we, we you know at this point it's all speculation. Yeah. Um. So I guess. Uh, um. You, you want to move on and uh, we can yeah, uh, do speak- the, uh, yeah, here we go. So speaking of high prices, the <laughs> Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is launching in 2022, has released the pricing. You guys all seen it. This was a show. It wasn't really a shock. It wasn't a shock to me. It was a shock to some people. Some people were surprised, but uh, this is just for the standard cabin rates. Now, two guests per cabin. It's, it's a little over $1,200 per person per night. Um. <laughs> It goes down as you get more people in the cabin. It makes sense from yeah. the standpoint of meals and drinks and all of that are uh-huh. kind of built into that. So that's why it makes sense that it would cost more for more people to stay in the same room. It's not just a flat rate of what you're paying only for the room you're paying for the entire experience and the, uh, the lounge and the playing of games and the training uh, of things and all of that. Now you, we also have the, uh, what that, uh, the next slide, which is the standard cabin. This is just showing what the cabin looks like. And it looks like it looks very small. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I know what it's meant to be. You're meant to be kind of like a cruise ship. You're, you're on, a, you're supposed to be on a damn spaceship. So I, we get the idea. It's going to be very immersive, and I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, 
Do but. you think they're going to do uh, what they do with Rise of the Resistance? And once you get on to the uh, uh, Star Destroyer or whatever, um, you know how like the floors will all vibrate and it'll, there's like yeah. an ever so subtle shift every now and again. Do you think they're going to do that uh, it, with, the, uh, with the rooms? Uh, the- that would be really cool. I, I, I can't imagine. Pro- probably not. I mean, I know that they're going to, they have the little Oculus window where you're always in this, looking out into space, which is cool. And you get, you get the role play and, and they have, listen, the, the, this is a two night stay now. This is, a, uh, that's the maximum. It's two nights. And, uh, there's, there's a plethora of stuff to do. I mean, you know, it, it includes all the drinks. Uh, dinners. You also get an excursion. The second, well, the first day, full day, you're there. Um, it, it's they take you early in the morning. You board a shuttle and it takes you to Galaxy's Edge. You get a ride on Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run. You get uh, lunch at Docking Bay. Um, then you come back and you have games and all kinds of stuff. So I, I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, I'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that they felt the need to list phone with voicemail messaging <laughs> as well as the H2O bath yeah. and shower products. I mean, uh-huh. really, they couldn't come up with a branded um, Star Wars themed hair products. Really? Now, I, see, I, I read that as HBO plus and I said, wow, yeah. that's pretty see, that, that'd be awesome. That was just it. I thought that, that that was the first things that they left off was the free HBO and uh, uh, like free cable TV, you know, those things didn't make the cut. Vibrating beds didn't now, make th- the cut. All of the see, uh, in my fantasy, uh, in my fantasy land, Star Wars, all they have is water beds. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be like great? A, and like halfway through the night, you figure out it's really Jabba the Hut. <laughs> you're sleeping, just here, also sleep. Oh, and you're like, whoa, uh huh, that'd be great. You know, I there's saw like they had a um, a t- it was like a really uh, bad typo. Big Star Cruiser. Oh, oh I'm right, sorry, bro? it lagged for a second. No, yeah, no, I uh, I think uh, whatever's going on with my uh, my feed today, there must be bad weather. I probably shouldn't That's even it. be. That's I true. am, I am so brave. Um, <laughs> what were you saying, but- Lauren? I was just going to say, if you look at the itinerary, um, there was a really bad typo. They meant to put like 11.15 a.m. to 12.15 p.m. They put 12.15 a.m. I saw some people were uproar in uproar um, on Twitter. They were like, wow, I can't wait to be at Talking Bay 7 for a full 13 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you, oh. You, you know, uh, that would be something I would do. I've done that on things at work. Um, yeah, me too. Disney, we expect better from you. Come on. Yes. Um, Barry, we have that video. You want to uh, check that out real quick while we're uh, talking about yeah. the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser? Yeah, let's see it. Here we go. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I hope the actors are on the ship are better than that, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, next news story we have involves Ratatouille. Uh, both the uh, uh, annual pass holders and DVC members are getting a squeak peek because <laughs> it's it's a rat <laughs> so it's a squeak peek and uh they have announced dates for dvc the 5th the 17th and the 20th 
Uh, they say if you are a DVC member and you have a trip planned during that time, I think you have to have an Epcot reservation in order to get that invite. So you might want to set up that Epcot uh, if you're a DVC member and you're somewhere close. Set up that reservation on the 5th, 17th, or 20th, and you should get an email uh, with an invite to uh, have a squeak peek on Ratatouille. Now, I know this was a kind of a kick. This was a kick in the ass for Chris because we thought, we all thought that this was just going to be sent out to all DVC members, whether you have a reservation or not. Apparently not. You have to have a, you have to be staying. At a hotel, uh, you know, a DVC room, and I don't know. I thought that was a little. That was, I don't know. I, I yeah. would have. I'm not Disney, Ouch. but obviously, yeah. I I would have just. Hey, you're paying all this yeah. money for DVC, you know. I think we all know that the attraction's ready, and it's probably just collecting dust as we speak. They are just waiting for, you know, they're just waiting for this fiftieth, like they think. People aren't still packing in for last minute summer trips before school starts. I think you guys might have said it about Philhar Magic, that one little scene with Coco. Like, I don't think anybody's planning a trip around that. I mean, they could announce this or they could start the annual pass now. They could start Ratatouille now, but they're just waiting and they're going to make DVC members and APs work for it to get this uh, squeak preview. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, like, oh God, Steve! Steve said, "Steve said I'm blind, but I think I could do a better job than your graphics department." <laughs> um, and you know, Steve, <laughs> I do not disagree with you, sir. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I uh, it's going to be a fun ride. I I've watched it on YouTube, so I <laughs> I think it's fair to say I, I experienced the whole attraction. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it, it looks fun. It looks a lot like Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, except. 3D and mm-hmm. a lot more. You know that part? Have you been on Mickey Minis yet, Lauren? No, I haven't. Okay, but I, I experienced it on YouTube. Okay, Next there week you go. Will. Yes, yeah, I hope. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I get on it. I, I don't. I want to kind of spoil this one part for you, but I won't. That's okay. I watched the whole video. You can spoil. Okay, it. well, but it's kind of a. There's one part. Most of the time, you're just going through, and it's like a, it's animation and, on the wall. And by the way, uh, folks at home, if you haven't ridden it yet and you don't want it to be spoiled, earmuffs, <laughs> yeah. earmuffs. Go ahead, Barry. There's one point where you turn into an actual screen uh, when you fall down the waterfall, and it it really feels like you're falling into the waterfall um, as opposed to, you know, like the animations on the walls. <clears throat> so that's, I think, what Ratatouille is going to be more like um, that, except 3D, um, and then uh, some physical props in between. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for it because I love dark rides. So it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Next news story we have, and uh, folks may have seen this because it happened about a week ago, but there was another uh, 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 round of shenanigans with a gorilla at Animal Kingdom. Uh, This uh, video was posted on uh, TikTok, and uh, we uh, have it uh, for everyone to view right now. I'm not going to say what happens. Just watch what happens here with this gorilla uh, at Animal Kingdom last week. So uh, the gorilla <laughs> threw poop. Uh, and and honestly, if someone was videoing me pooping, yeah. I, I might get that <laughs> mad as well. Uh, but he threw poop at them. And what I love about it is after he threw poop, 
he just kind of stands <laughs> and peers around the corner, <laughs> looking, looking at uh, looking at folks, um, and uh, just like, yeah, what are you what are you gonna do now? Um, Lauren, did you want see more that? interactive experiences at Disney? Mm-hmm. I guess that was it. You see, um, this that gorilla must have been a amateur because uh, I think that was his first time throwing poo. Because uh, I have a video of my favorite gorilla throwing poo, and uh, this is just an absolute classic here. Uh, you have that, Bill? Yes, sir. I I was just waiting for you to cue that up. I didn't want to. I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> now go ahead. Cue and it now up. we've just made it awkward. That's okay. Oh boy. No, this is well, a, this is. Through the power of editing, all of this is going to go away. Yes, absolutely. Now, as you can see, this guy's a pro. That that's the king, in my opinion, of throwing poo. And I like how it's like a <laughs> in his hand, and then throws it like a grenade, and then it kind of runs like. Hey, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, like you're not going to catch me. Yeah, he and he knows he yeah. knows what he's doing. Chris Take goes along with Harambe. <laughs> Uh, see uh harambe that happened in i I live in cincinnati and uh it uh, it happened here in my hometown harambe is uh that that was here in cincinnati yes um rest rest in peace harambe yep Mm -hmm. poor guy Um, all right all right let's move on from gorilla poo shall we bill what are we yeah yeah i would uh I would love that. Nothing better. Uh, let's see. What do we have next? Um, oh, Barry. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, the Fab Five characters. Now, this Bill. I think Bill knows more about this than it's I do. This the, is the the Fab Fifty. Actually. I'm sorry. The yeah, the Fab Fifty uh, collection. Now, explain this to me, Bill, because I'm not even sure about this. This is, this is yeah. Statues? So yeah, they, they're going to be interactive statues. And uh, they've announced some of the folks or some of the statues that are going to be out. There's going to be a Timon and Pumbaa set of statues, Goofy and Mickey, uh, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, the Cheshire Cat, and then just announced yesterday, uh, Bo Peep and Woody. That was announced by uh, uh, Annie Potts, who played uh, Bo Peep in all of those movies. Uh, She announced that uh, Woody and and Bo Peep were going to be a part of it as well. they are. Uh, if you look at this, there are, are are not coincidentally, I'm sure, fifty little boxes here. Uh, so I think that as they release more and more of these characters, um, you will see them appear on here. So you see Goofy, Mickey, all of that uh, up in the top there. Uh, I don't think they've announced up, but you see the guy from up up top. I think that's uh, uh, the, he's from Soul. Oh, Soul. That's yeah. right, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, they it was a short title, uh, one syllable. I went with it and I was wrong. How dare I? Uh, you've got Coco down uh, down there. You've got uh, Lumiere and uh, Cogsworth in there. So it looks like they're going to have um, those. But as they continue to announce those over the uh, upcoming month uh, or so, we're going to see all of the other ones. Now, uh, Lauren, with those, you had an experience uh with uh with this didn't you yes what are your thoughts on the statue i think the statues are very cute if we're going to just discuss 50th celebration things i don't see really the point of any of these is there like a scavenger hunt if you find all 50 you get a pin or something like that i think that would be a little bit more fun um 
and and be more of a celebration. But it's also confusing because it's the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, not like Disney Animation Studios or Pixar. So the Fab Five is the Fab Five. You know, you can't top that. The Fab 50, they were just, I, I don't know. I'm not too crazy about it. I hope there is some sort of scavenger hunt um, or activity included with it. But just standalone statues doesn't really scream anniversary of Walt Disney World to me. But they're saying they're interactive. And I don't Whoa. know how exactly they are interactive, but that's part of it. They're saying that you ha- they're going to be 50 interactive statues. And I don't know if that means if you like wave something uh, and uh, you get it or if you collect a card and then you that somehow that makes it go. I have no idea how it's going to work, but they're saying that it's interactive in some way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that could add that element uh, that you're talking about. But I don't know all of the details there as far as how they're interactive. So, yeah. I think they removed the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom interactive. um, I don't even want to say attraction. It was an activity. But that was something similar where I think you would either hold up your smartphone. Once it got into its later stages, it doesn't exist right now. But the Sorcerers um, situation, that was very interactive. So we'll see. I hope it's something like that. I see Samantha just said that as well. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Um, Mary, you're so right. They want people out of Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, like Woody and Bo Peep are going to be in Hollywood Studios. Um, yeah, they are putting them throughout all four of the parks. Uh, so yeah, that uh, that, yeah. that, that sounds that's cool. Going to be the case. That sounds cool. Uh, I, I'm into that. Like you said, it could be something where I, I, I some Harry Potter world comes to mind when I think about that. Maybe it's something that you could do in front of the statues that makes them do something. Maybe, I, I don't know, or maybe if not. If you do the right dance combo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, a, sorry. Amy no, asks, are they, are they big statues? I don't get it. I, you know, I don't get it either. I think um, they're relatively small. I can't yeah, imagine. I that think they that they're, they're probably a couple feet is, uh, Mine. Uh, I know for a fact that Woody's statue does have two feet, so okay. a couple feet. Um, no, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I think this is this this is uh, yeah the mirrors connect. Now this is we all knew this was coming. They had already announced this, but they just announced uh, the pricing for it uh, of the replacement for uh, Magical Express. Now th- this will cost you a little bit. Um, one way per adult is $16. One way per adult per, is $13.50. Um, per child. I, I'm sorry, per child, $13.50. I find it funny how they put round trip in there and it's just double the price. It's not like you're getting. Yeah, no deal at all. If you <laughs> no. go both ways, we will double what you pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Buy the first round, get the second round for the same price. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's basically uh, what it is. I, he- I hear yeah. it may come with free HBO, though. So oh, Okay, free H2O? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So there's also, uh, there was a premium service, but, um, you know, I, I was never a big uh, Magical Express person. I always found it kind of to be a pain in the butt. But then again, I know families, it's really important for families, you know, getting their kids on there, all their luggage. I'm just a weirdo, you know, a uh, uh, 38 year old who's going to the parks and um, I just would just get an Uber. You know, that's what yeah, I would do. well, they have that premium service as well. And I'm not sure what how that works. I don't know if that's just uh, 
like the minivan uh, thing that they had before, yeah. but transportation round trip um, would be uh, $200 for up to four passenger. And that is round trip, uh, which means if you have four passengers, you would save getting the premium service because you're paying $25, for, assuming they're all adults. Um, you're paying $25 or even with kids with, with the $27 rate, but round trip 200, you're paying 25 each way, uh, versus, um, the, the, well, never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> shut yeah, me the math doesn't make much sense either way. Yeah. I think yeah. this, you know, Barry, like you said, we all saw this coming, yeah. um, even when I was working at the resorts, it was always, you know, calling mirrors to arrange this. Like it was always known to cast that it was never Disney brand. You know, it was just Disney branded a mirror service. So I think to guests, this was like a really big shock. I enjoy Magical Express. Um, I understand the frustration. I think the prices are pretty fair considering Uber rates or Lyft rates. Yep. But um, I think for people with accessibility issues, people with kids, Magical Express is really, really big because um, they make it a smooth transition. You just go right down to the ground level. You're on your way. Um, the only annoying thing is they make you depart three hours before your flight, which is yeah. a little much. And then International is four, which that kind of makes sense. But three hours, it's like you're kind of um, shut, shutting down your day a little earlier if mm -hmm. you're trying to milk your final day at the resort or anything. So yeah. So like Kim says, yeah, like Kim says, super important to us. We have three kids and car seats. Yeah. So I can imagine. And that's going to add up on the mirrors because talk about two adults, you got three kids, mm -hmm. you know, then it starts to really add up. So yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, uh, very, very, um, do we want to hop, uh, right past history? It's, the well, game. Um, it's 8.55, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you say we just head over to the game? Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, We will post the history slides up on the Facebook page as soon as we're done yeah. here, so if you really want to see the history, you can see it that way. <laughs> yeah, we'll post that as soon as we're done, because uh, there's some good ones in there. But, uh, okay, so, uh, Lauren, what we like to do with, with guests uh, of our show is we like to play... Um, uh, one's got to go. That graphics uh, department, man. <laughs> we told, Tell we told, me about it. Well, you know, at first, uh, it, it grew on us, that video. <laughs> at first, we didn't like it, but uh, it kind of fits. Um, Lauren, or I mean, uh, Mary says, Barry cheats. I do not cheat. <laughs> I, I just, my, my, I, I uh, process math uh, different than other people. Yeah, Barry has a very clever way of, uh, of uh, keeping score. Um, sometimes, uh, um, and uh, I don't know if you saw Betsy's. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Yeah. Betsy says, uh, can you stay on longer than an hour? Betsy, mm -hmm. you're the best. You're mm -hmm. the best. And, uh, the answer is yes. We are yeah. alerting the affiliates right now that we're going to run long. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, they're going to delay, uh, what comes on right after us? Uh, the Olympics. Oh yeah. Good point. Yeah. They're, they're whole, yeah. all of, they have all the other athletes just backstage waiting uh, right. to go. They're on. all watching us right mm -hmm. now. There's no question about it. We mm -hmm. have 22 athletes uh, watching right now. Um, so what we like to do is play one must go. Now this is, like I said, this is high stakes. This isn't just this or that pick one. One's gone forever. Lauren. 
One's gone forever. Okay. So this is a good way we think to get to know our guests. So we, we have a few here. We don't have too many, but we will try to go through this. And of course, everyone that's watching, please participate in this. We want to hear your answers as well. Uh, so here comes the first one. And this is going to go to Lauren first. Lauren, one's got to go forever. Dole Whip or Mickey Bar? Mm. Mickey Bar. Ooh, that was easy for Lauren. Very easy. Really? You see my Dole Whip in the back. I couldn't have okay. said otherwise. Right. <laughs> yeah, that would have uh, gone over b- very badly. I imagine your Dole Whip would have gotten up and walked out. It would have just <laughs> stormed so. off from behind you. Uh, yeah. I agree with Lauren on this. The Mickey Bar is gone, and a Dole Whip stays forever. You know, I've I'm not a I'm not as big as a fan of Dole Whip as you guys. I've tried it twice, and it's not my thing. It's just they have, not, real, they have a lot of good specialty ones now. So if you're not crazy about the pineapple one, you can mm-hmm. get there's like raspberry. There's a lime one that's amazing. Um, I, yeah, I we, feel like the chocolate and vanilla you can make happen on your own. You don't need the Mickey bar. Dole Whip's a little more unique. Mm-hmm. So I got to go with Dole Whip. Wow. So, uh, honestly, um, this is like this is 90 percent. People are getting rid of Dole Whips. Mm. That's I'm surprised by that. Mm. Uh, and Mary. And Bill, Mary, uh, you are dead to Mary. You know, those are some uh, strong words, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> the reality, the reality is, um, Mary's been dead to me for a long time. So, <laughs> oh man, wow. <laughs> well, it's it was it's the fat shaming. She's she's the one who fat shames us, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. There's there's a lot of people who do it, but uh, yes, yeah, Mary's right. among them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to the next one. Now, this is going to think this is going to be a doozy. Okay. Now, one's got to go. Classic Disney or new Disney? So this is what this is how we're explaining this. Classic Disney is basically anything before 1990. Okay, anything after 90, like Little Mermaid, things like that. That's we're going to consider that new Disney. Anything from that about 1990 up until now is new Disney. Anything before that's classic Disney. What do you say, Lauren? What which one is gone? Are you talking about Disney films? Yes, we're talking about Disney okay. films. Yeah, um, new Disney got to go. My favorite. Really? I like the pic- I like Pixar new. So we can keep Pixar as long as we can keep the new Pixar. You can get rid of the new Disney. Keep the classic. Now let me throw a caveat in there. Classic goes. My- everyone's saying. Well, it's my my rules. My game. My rules. So I'm going to throw a caveat in there. Also, everything in the parks that pertain to the classic Disney is gone. That's intense. <laughs> Wiped out. So really, all that means <laughs> is Peter Pan and the carousel. <laughs> well, um, that, um, that, that pretty much does it. Uh, Peter Pan and the carousel are gone. Uh, everything else gets to stay. Well, I guess, uh, I'm sorry, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. Yeah, Spot Mountain's Hello. gone. Well, it's but, gone anyway. Big yeah. Thunder. Yeah. There's a lot. I'm going to stick with my choice. Keep classic. Okay. Yeah. Right, um, right. And I th- everyone's agreeing. Classic. We got classic Disney. Classic goes. Tater says classic is gone. And Connor says classic, unfortunately. Yeah, this is not to. Nobody dislikes classic, even though I really disliked Cinderella. I'm not a fan of Cinderella. That was weird. I would be hurt if anything ever happened to Fort Wilderness. If anybody even comes close to Fort Wilderness or Hoop Dee Doo Review, they're yeah. catching these hands. That's a big fan. You're a big fan of the Fort Wilderness. I, I love Fort Wilderness. 
I've never stayed there, but I'm just obsessed with it. I love. Okay. They used to have a um, a railroad there. There used to be a train mm-hmm. that would go around the Fort Wilderness property. You I love vintage see, stuff. You can still see those tracks in yeah. in, in some places. Now, um, Chris has a, a a question, Barry, and I think this is direct. There's a reason for this. Uh, and and I'll after you give your answer, I'm going to tell you what I think Chris's uh, reasoning is. So he said, "What if it's a show and not an attraction? Is it gone if you say goodbye to classic Disney?" Yes, everything. All right, Country Bear Jamboree does not exist anymore, Barry. You just killed hey. blood on the saddle. <laughs> I, I just saw it. You know, even though it's great, it's not a classic to me. So I just experienced Country Bear Jamboree for the first time this last trip. So uh, it was definitely an experience. So mm-hmm. so I'm okay with that. Uh, Kim's refusing to even play. But <laughs> um, all right, let's go on to our next one, shall we? Uh, we don't even know if you've had these, so we don't know. But let's see. The Grand Marinier Orange Slush or the Schaffenhofer Grapefruit Beer? I can't wait to see people try to spell this. In the comments. Well, it's right there. But I'll just say slush or beer. There's a way around yeah. that. <laughs> the Schaffer Hopper is pretty good. Yes, it but is. But I think I'm going to have to keep the Grimanye slush. Hmm. Mm. Go on, mm. Bill. Uh, the beer uh, um, is, is delicious, but you can get the beer outside of Epcot. So yeah. if you really desire it, you could still get it. Where the uh, slush, on the other hand, you cannot uh, get anywhere else. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and agree with Lauren and say the beer goes, the slush stays. I've had both, and I I got to be honest. I don't really remember the grapefruit beer too much. I'm not a big grapefruit beer person, but then again, I'm also not an, a big avocado person, yet that margarita at La Cava was, oh, that thing was tremendous. You ever had that, Lauren? The avocado, I've not, but it's now it's on my list for next week because they you know have, what they're doing at that margarita kiosk. That lacaba, you have to try that. It's the avocado. It was it, it was it was almost like a smoothie, Ooh. but it didn't taste. Yeah, but it didn't taste like avocado. It was very good. And okay, you only had to wait about really an hour. Hard to get into um, the actual Mexico Pavilion, the tequila bar. I heard it's yep. pretty difficult to get in now. I don't know if has anybody experienced that because I'll be a little upset if that's true. We did. We did. Yeah. Uh, we ended up waiting. I don't, I, I want to say it was close to probably 45 minutes uh, to uh, get a uh, margarita uh, that day. Inside um, the pavilion or yep. the kiosk. Yeah. Oh, not everybody. the kiosk. It was at the, at, inside the pavilion. Yeah. That's I mean, it, it's a small, the weird thing about that, that pavilion is, Nobody ever used to go in there. That place used right. to be a complete walk on. And yep. I thought it was because of the pandemic. And and I asked I asked one of the cast members, and like, this place used to be desolate. Now you have like a 30-minute wait for three caballeros. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, I don't know. It was just all of a sudden it just blew up. And I think it was probably La Cava. Yep. Maybe the power of social media, I think. Yeah. Once yeah. something's like hidden and then it becomes popular. That's yep. what happened with Dole Whip. And that's yep. what happened with People Mover. Yep. People, People mover, mover was always a, a walk on and not anymore. Yep. Okay, let's go on to this one. Let's we got blows through these because we are five after nine. Let's see. I mm. know. Uh, mm. <laughs> Tomorrowland or Fantasyland. One's gotta go. Lauren. Tomorrowland's a little dusty. 
needs some love. So I've got to pick Fantasyland. So you're saying Fantasyland stays, not yes. not what goes. You're saying what stays. So you're saying Tomorrowland has got yes, to go. Yes, Tomorrowland goes, yes. Mm-hmm. See, I love Space Mountain, but it's a little dusty, that area. I, my issue is I have a hard time doing away with People Mover. I have a hard time doing away with Carousel of Progress. And, you know, I think about what's in Fantasyland, and I love Magic, and Peter Pan's Flight is okay, but, you know, it, it is way too short of a ride for the wait. Um, Small World is a classic. It, that's, it's so hard. It's definitely um, hard. But because of the People Mover and because of... Um, Carousel of Progress, Fantasyland, and I guess that includes the castle, which is hard. Uh, but uh, get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. That uh, take it out. Uh, let's uh, put up a tree there or something. Uh, is 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 the castle? I mean, is that? I never even thought of that. That's part of Fantasyland, or, or that's it's always well. I mean, I it's so. Cinderella's it's Main Street castle. ends and it yeah. becomes Fantasyland. I guess so. Yeah. Um, Okay, now we're going to get into the big questions here. Uh, this is the real stuff. Okay, ready? Magic Kingdom or Epcot? One's got to go. One's got to go. Oh, One's got to go. I know, yeah, that's how you prefaced before. You can't just pick this or that. One's. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Epcot's got to go. Epcot's leaving? Epcot's got to go. You are a huge Epcot fan. I am. I love Epcot. Yeah. But it's just the choice that has to be made. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that this, I like people get frustrated, but I like this game because it really shows you the love of what certain, certain people's like what you really, really love and what you have to hold on to. You know what I mean? Cause this or that you can just choose. Right. You know? Um, well, uh, Mary says, no, this is not a choice. Um, yeah, but Mary also scolded me by by saying, "Well, Mary, you're dead to me." She was like, "Wow, Bill, wow!" After she typed the words, "Bill, you are dead to me," she somehow got offended when I threw it back at her. So, Mary, I'm not buying. I'm not buying your no. This is not a choice. You got to pick one, ma'am. You got to yeah. pick one. Um, what about you, Bill? What are you going with? Here's the thing. I could go out to Disneyland and see a lot of what was available in Magic Kingdom. Michael I, just said that. Michael said that too. Oh, did he? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but but that, that Michael, I agree with you completely. Uh, that is why I have to say, unfortunately, Magic Kingdom goes, because I can still experience most everything else in Disneyland. I can't experience Epcot anywhere else. Logical see, answer. That was a yeah. good answer. Michael uh, is our another friend on Clubhouse, uh, who will hopefully we'll see you at 10 o'clock. Um, Michael, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, and I kind of agree with Bill and because Bill and Michael, because Magic Kingdom was a means to an end for Walt. That Walt He wanted Epcot built. Now, the Epcot that we got, obviously, is a far cry from what he envisioned. But he knew in order to get what he wanted to build that uh, prototype community of tomorrow, whatever it was called. He needed to basically recreate Disneyland so people would go there. And so I, I'm going to have to say, yeah, 
Magic Kingdom's going, even though I know people at Sacrilege for some people. Um, I regret my answer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, you, get, <laughs> you get you get one redo. Are you taking it right now? Yes. Okay. Well, okay. Yes, that's my redo. You get, you get one mulligan. That's your mulligan. Okay. okay uh, let's. Okay. Now the next one. This might be a little easier. Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom? Hollywood Studios got to go. Got to go. I okay. hate that I have to uh, euthanize all of these animals. <laughs> I'm not. Shame. I'm not happy with this. I, yeah. in my mind, I am not euthanizing them. Barry is for coming up with this question. <laughs> um, but uh, we better get a veterinarian ready because Hollywood Studios is staying. Um, well, here's the thing. I will adopt the throwing poo gorilla. He can come live with me. <laughs> That's fine. But you can um, teach him how to do it correctly. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. No, all the animals are going to come live with me, and then we're going to shut Animal Kingdom down. That's what we're going to do. Uh, yeah. Or you could I'll, send them all to the old Discovery Island and just let them exactly. terrorize. Um, Magic Kingdom area. Yeah, that's uh, that's so. Okay, we don't have a banner up for this, but since we've gone over, uh, obviously everybody's favorites. So we all, both of you guys picked Epcot. Both of you, well, you picked uh, Lauren. Yeah, we both. Yeah, Lauren took her mulligan and she picked Epcot. Epcot, Mm -hmm. yes. So now we're gonna put up Lauren. Now we're gonna put up your two, Uh, uh, Magic Kingdom. Or Animal Kingdom. No, she said Ep- Epcot. Epcot. I'm sorry. Animal I'm sorry. Ep- yeah, Epcot and Animal Kingdom. One's got to go. I'll say Animal Kingdom because I could still go to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay, that's fair. That's I fair. could still what go about? to the Savannah there. There won't yeah, yeah. be any animals, but you could. I guess. Oh no, they have animals there. Oh, they're all the yeah. they're, they're all the, uh, they're the animals from the. Uh... <laughs> uh, okay, so. Bill, your pick was Hollywood Studios or Magic King. No, Epcot. Or Epcot. God damn it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Language, uh, sir. <laughs> which which one you taking? <sighs> that's 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 tough. Um I think at this point Hollywood Studios uh stays and uh, Epcot will go by the wayside only because of the theming that there is right now. I have a feeling once the, all of the changes to Epcot are done, I'll probably change my answer on that. But as everything is today, Epcot goes and Hollywood studio stays. Wow. That's a big choice. Wow. Oh, as much as I love Hollywood studios, how do you do that? My God. I'm not even going to play my game. This one. I'm gonna no, skip it. You're not my gonna game, marry my rules. My game, my you rules. are not allowed to marry my this. game, my rules. I get to oh, skip it. No, uh, no, no. Okay, wow. I won't do that. I won't do that. I will be a man. I will man up and answer my own question. Uh oh, jeez. Hollywood Studios is gonna have to go. Um, hmm. I'm just too much of a fan of Epcot. It was it was my first park I ever visited. I love it. Even though Hollywood Studios is my favorite park right now. Um, I can't get rid of Epcot. I just can't do it. Yeah. The, the, the reality is you could still ride Sorden, Soren out. Sorden. Sorden. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is, uh, that's the adult version of, uh, of that. Uh, um, don't ask me how it goes. Uh, but, uh, the, you could go out to Disneyland and ride Soren. So you get mm-hmm. that. Uh, you don't get three caballeros anymore. You don't get all of the festivals. You don't get, uh, uh, you know, like the, uh, candle processional, 
Um, you don't get the world and all of that. You're, you're, you're missing and a whole tequila. lot. Don't forget yeah. the tequila. Well, yeah. I believe... Someone's got to help get rid of that. Someone, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but tequila is available outside of Disney parks. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Um, so I've heard. So, yeah, yeah. So I think um, I could go to... Um, I don't, is there a big Mexican chain that's uh, all across the United States that has uh, margaritas? Uh, Chi Chi's is real. Chi-Chi's, is Chi Chi still around? <laughs> no. I don't think Chi Chi still exists. No, uh, Chi Chi's is long gone. Mm. Um, along with the ground round. What about that? Don Pablo's. Don Pablo's is still, is still around. Open. There you go. Chil- I can Chil- it. You can get it. What good one at Chili's? Oh um, sure. Okay, let's. You know what we have a we have a bunch, but let's go on because we are way over. So we're just going to ask the last one here. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, Lauren, Disney parks or Disney movies? One's got to go. Movies, park stays. Easy, easy answer. Uh, all Disney movies is created of all time. I so mean, very- it's like an antithesis because the parks are inspired by the movies. Right, right, right. Uh, but if I had to never watch a Disney movie again, but still could go to the parks, got to weigh your options. Yeah. Or were you going to ask me something, Bill? Yeah, Barry, I was going to ask, since it is your game, your yeah. rules, uh-huh. there are a lot of IP uh, things in the parks. Yeah. yeah. Um, what happens to all of those if movies go away? Well, here's the thing. I never said that movie, these movies never existed. I'm saying that they're wiped out. They're gone. You can never watch them again. Oh, well, in that case, that's easy. You go Disney parks because, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, Splash Mountain, <laughs> they, they effectively wiped out Song in the South years ago. That's too hard uh, of a question so, because, yeah, because you can't. If I wiped out the Disney movies, then this wouldn't even be a question. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess this is easy then. I would there, pick also D- Disney Parks. There was a, a period of time where I, th- I think it was when Michael Eisner uh, was in charge where uh, there was they were on the verge of a hostile takeover where they were going to kind of split up everything. Like Disney movies would go one way and Parks might go another uh, and, and all of that. That was very close to happening. Um and it would have been interesting to see how everything moved forward with something like that. If the parks would still be what the parks are, if they were separate and everything yeah. else. Amy says, oh, my God, I had a birthday party at Gigi's. Uh, Amy, on our, our date weekend, we're having a date weekend this week. We are going to go around and we're going to find a Gigi's, even if it's abandoned. And we're going to have a nice romantic breaking in. Yeah, uh, she says when she was eight, uh, her party Ooh. went when she was eight, and but she's always loved tequila. She is a party. She is a party animal. There's no question. Oh, Barry, Danny has a good keeper. one. She's she a is keeper, a, she Barry. Is, she is a keeper. Um, Danny says, "Oh, one's got to go." Cosmic Rays or Casey's Corner? Well, we we know everybody knows where me and Bill stand on this, so we're going to give this one to Lauren. Uh, what do you What do you think, Lauren? One's got to go. Casey's Corner's got to go. Keeping cosmic rays. I love sunny eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, you did nothing wrong. You made the right choice. I hope so. Sunny eclipse is the man. I love sunny eclipse. He's amazing. Come back. He Bill. is a star. 
Yeah, he's so, the best star in the galaxy. I think they actually say that about him. Exactly. You're going to take those pictures and create a new video. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I was just talking to the graphics department about something. Uh, no big deal. Got it. You are so vain, Bill. <laughs> you are. You are. Uh, what do they call it when you want vengeance too much? Uh, 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 it's a personality trait. Um, um, you're vindic- an, an asshole. Vindictive? No, no. Vindictive. <laughs> uh, yes, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, you're vindictive. Uh, okay, that's going to do it for tonight's show, everybody. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I know uh, we went over big time, but we thank you for joining us and, and humoring us and, uh, like Bill said, classing up the joint. Um, so, <laughs> well, thank like, you for having me. It was so much fun. So, like, besides Clubhouse, uh, where can, like, do you want to, people to know where they can find you, like on Instagram or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. I am on all the socials. Um, You can just search my first and last name. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, on Twitter as well. Um, Would love to connect. Always looking to chat with some new Disney friends. And um, if you're not shady, maybe we'll invite you to Clubhouse. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Don't be shady, folks. No shade. No shade. And um, So uh, good thing Mary's already on Clubhouse because otherwise... (laughs) She wouldn't get the invite now. We are, uh, we have a, a, a room coming up at 10 o'clock. If you guys want to, well, the people that are on Clubhouse want to join us, send me a message if you want to invite. No, Jason said he wanted to invite. I can invite you. Um, I'm just going to, I have to have your phone number. I don't know. It's a little, I don't know if too many people in here want to give their phone number to me, but yeah, I, um, I had a couple people give it to me and I am still making them regret that decision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, Bill, where can they find us? Oh, you know, it's funny, Barry, because uh, uh, in addition to finding us on, like, uh, uh, Twitter, which we are on Twitter, we, we're not all that active. We need to get better about that. Yeah. Instagram, we're on Instagram. Well, we have to be more active there. <laughs> um, we should create a TikTok where we could create it and then not do anything on it like we do yeah, for the other let's socials. Let's do that. Let's get on that. Um, but uh, you can find us anywhere that podcasts are out. You can uh, find them on uh, Amazon. Uh, so the Amazon has it. Uh, the one that we uh, ask you to rate us on is Apple Podcasts. That is by far the biggest. And Apple Podcasts has a, a, a way for you to rate us. And we would uh, appreciate a five-star rating. Um, five-star. And uh, we, we want that. Yeah. Uh, so if you could uh, do that, if you haven't already, if uh, we're also on Facebook, which where everyone has found us right now, if you haven't rated us on Facebook yet, go ahead and give us a rating on there too. Airbnb Disney podcast, please. We would appreciate it. All right. So again, thank you, Lauren, for joining us. Uh, We look forward to doing it again. Yes. uh, Thank you guys so much. And thank you everybody for joining in. I was enjoying reading everybody's comments and thank you guys. This was so much fun. It was fun. I like to go back afterwards and read everybody's comments uh, because I miss a lot of them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, all right, Bill, you have any parting words? Uh, No, we'll we'll have uh, the beginning of happily ever after happily ever after play us out though. All right. Don't forget to wipe. I'm going to. 